I want to welcome all of you to worship this day with Covenant Presbyterian Church. If I've not met you before, my name is Thomas. I'm one of the pastors here, and we are glad that you are with us. We're a community that's encouraging one another to follow Jesus wherever we live, work, and play. No matter who you are, no matter what has been going on in your life this week, whether you're joining us here in the sanctuary or joining us via our live stream, it's my joy to get to welcome each and every one of you to this time of worship today. Friends, as a reminder, on the back of our bulletin, there are several different announcements. We invite you to take these bulletins home with you, uh, to mark your calendars, to see what's coming up in the life of this community, and to know that you are invited to get involved. Um, this coming week is uh, the week where we will celebrate Christmas and the birth of our Savior. We will have four services on Christmas Eve. You can find the times uh, on our website or again on the back of your bulletin. We hope that you will plan on joining us for one of these services. And um, for our members especially, this is a, a very busy time of year and a busy day. If you could uh, do us a favor so that we can welcome folks here and plan on taking our shuttle, which will be running throughout the day, the Tex and I. Um, it's it's uh, just a few extra minutes, but it'll drop you off right here in front and that'll create parking for people that may be newer. And so if you can just have that in your head, we would, um, we would appreciate it. It's gonna be a wonderful, wonderful day, and we look forward to it. Today, in this fourth Sunday of Advent, we have an opportunity to worship in a very unique way. This is a, a tradition that we've started a few years ago here at Covenant. It's a service of lessons and carols. This is a service that comes from the Anglican Church from the 19th century. And it is a unique service where nine different scripture lessons will be read throughout the service, and then there is going to be music to reflect on each one afterwards. This is not just a service where we get really, really Christmassy every single time. This is a service that begins with uh, our need for a Savior. Uh, it follows the whole arc of scripture from the opening chapters of Genesis through the birth of Jesus, through the prophets. Um, and so I invite you to take this service in, to take it in, to reflect on it through these lessons and through the carols that will follow. And may all of us in this time be swept away by our need for a savior and the good news that one has come. It's our joy to gather today to worship with each and every one of you, so welcome. At this point in the service, I invite the Hoffmans to come and to join us in the lighting of our Advent candle. Today, we light the fourth candle of Advent, the candle of love. Please stand as you are able and join me in the call to worship. Isaiah spoke to a people called Chosen, to a tribe called Israel, with a light of hope. Israel came to a town called Nazareth, to a girl called Mary, with a light of joy. Mary went to a place called Bethlehem, to a nursery called a stable, with a light of love. We rejoice with Mary.
Please be seated. The first lesson, Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 to 15. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard your sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent tricked me and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. The second lesson, Genesis 22, 15 through 18. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, 
I will indeed bless you, and I will make your offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of their enemies, and by your offspring shall all the nations of the earth gain blessing for themselves, because you have obeyed my voice. Third lesson, Isaiah 9, 2, 6, and 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
fourth lesson, Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand in the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea.
The fifth lesson, Luke 1, 26 to 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee <clears throat> called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Please stand as you're able and join in singing the angel Gabriel.
Please be seated. The sixth lesson, Matthew 1, 18 through 23. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God's with us. seventh lesson, Luke 2, 8 through 16. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this city this day in the city of David, a savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, 
which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. lesson, Matthew 2, 1 through 10. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard of this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over a place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Amen.
Please rise as you're able and let us read responsibly. The ninth lesson, John 1, 1 to 14. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, he, <clears throat> he was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not overnight. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light. So that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, Full of grace and truth. Amen.
Please be seated. Let us pray to the one who is our greatest hope. God of love, we rejoice that you became flesh and made your dwelling among us, even as we long for your return. As we wait, our hearts overflow with gratitude for the beauty of creation, for your work in the world, for signs of peace and reconciliation, for family and friends, for your church, for the purpose of our lives, for all these reasons, and so much more we give to you our praise and adoration. Grateful for your gifts, we offer to you our prayers. We pray for your world. We pray for governments, including ours, praying for President Biden and all who are in positions of leadership and governance and decision-making. Lord, we pray for Ukraine. We pray for Iran. God of life-sustaining, may your grace and help abound. We affirm that suffering, pain, persecution, and loss will not be the end of our stories as you redeem and restore all creation. Gracious God, stand close to those here this morning who are struggling. We call out to you for help for those who are distressed. We ask for your healing touch for those who are in need of healing. Reassure those who are particularly frightened about what the future may hold. God, we would pray that the fruit of the Spirit might be evident in our lives, that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control as we spend time with family and friends this week. We mourn with those who mourn mindful especially of, of those who will be missing someone's presence with them in the days to come. And we rejoice with those who rejoice, giving thanks for babies born, exams finished, vacation days, reunions, rest, healing, and for your extravagant grace. God, draw us into the mystery of your love and generosity. Awaken in us wonder. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we pray with holy expectation. And all of God's people together, we say, Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, with gladness, let us now present an offering of our life and our labor to the Lord. Will the ushers please come forward? In the bleak midwinter, frosty wind made moan, earth stood hard as iron. Like a stone, snow had. 
had fallen snow on snow, snow on snow. In the bleak
God of wonder, we offer to you our humble gifts, signs of your goodness and mercy. Lord, our offering does feel small this day and all of our days as we wonder what we can give to you, you you who has given all to us. We do give to you our hearts. We give to you our devotion. Be honored and glorified, we pray. As together we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. go forward this day. And in your going, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you, and may it keep you and all whom you love. And God's people said together, Amen. Amen.